My name is Jonathan Blackwood. Welcome to My Tech Decisions Podcast. Today's guest is Jerry Kutavis, the president of the ASCII Group. Jerry and I speak about a number of things from what the ASCII Group is. It, it covers the gamut, and uh, it's been a great community to work with. And uh, yeah, we've seen we've seen a lot of success within the membership and how they work with the end user. To why end users would want to go with an IT provider that is a member of the ASCII Group. I know that if I have a, a member in our group that is doing a project, we have full faith in them in terms of how they're going to service their customers. First, though, I want to talk about why groups like this are so important. As end users looking for an IT provider or an AV installer or a security installer, to a certain extent, we're in the dark. Of course, we can go to former clients, we can do research on the internet, we can look at case studies. There's information out there to help us decide. There isn't necessarily any standard, though. It's like if you go to a mechanic. Everyone's got the mechanic that they like because they know that that mechanic isn't going to screw them over. The idea being that a mechanic, knowing a lot more about the subject than you do, can charge you for things that aren't actually wrong with the car or can say something is wrong with the car that costs a lot of money to fix that isn't actually wrong with the car or charge you more money than what the fix dictates. Now, it's not a great stereotype, mind you. I have no problem with mechanics. My mechanic is actually a gentleman and a scholar. But the threat is out there. No one wants to be taken advantage of. And when it comes to your company or your institution, you definitely don't want to be taken advantage of when it comes to IT. Because that's where all of your information is. Ultimately, the keeper of your information has extreme power over you. And I'm not saying any IT provider is going to blackmail you, but if they screw up through their own ineptitude, then your company is the one that is ultimately going to pay for that. Which is why finding installers and finding IT providers that are a member of an organization is important. That organization sets a standard for them. You know that if an IT provider is a member of the ASCII group, then at the very least, they have qualified, they have the certifications, they have what is needed to become a member of that group. They've been vetted by a third party. And a third party who relies on vetting their IT providers because if the group doesn't have strong members, then it's not a strong group. So groups like the ASCII group are incentivized to be scrutinous when accepting new members, making that stamp of approval for being a part of their group all the more important. It's not the end-all be-all, and I'm not saying that IT providers that aren't a member of the ASCII group or some other group aren't capable. It just adds another layer of legitimacy that helps. And further from that, being a member of that group gives the IT provider resources. They can share stories, they can share information, they can share best practices. They can reach within the group to get recommendations for new employees that are qualified. It's a resource for them. It helps make their company better. 
So not only do you have the legitimacy that the group provides just by being a part of it, but you have a sort of ongoing education. That means that the IT provider is up to date on what they need to be up to date about. And specifically in the world of IT, with cyber attacks getting more complicated by the day, it's extremely important for the organization that you partner with to be up to date on their information. That's just a part of it. And Jerry does a great job of explaining why it matters to end users that the ASCII group exists. He explains why it matters to end users, why choosing an IT provider that's a member of the ASCII group would be beneficial for your organization. So keep that in mind while you listen to Jerry's interview. Enjoy. Welcome to My Tech Decisions Podcast. Today's guest is Jerry Kutavis, the president of the ASCII Group. And I wanted him to come on and tell our end user audience uh, what the ASCII Group is and why end users might want to go with an IT provider that is a part of the ASCII Group. Jerry, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. So right off the bat, tell me a little bit about ASCII. What is the group? When was it formed? IT providers that are a part of it, why do they join? Sure. So uh, from an ASCII perspective, it's a legacy group of experts that have been around since the 80s. And it's evolved over time, but uh, you're talking about uh, uh, when nerds were not cool. Now they're very cool. Um, But uh, in the 80s, uh, a lot of these companies were well immersed with uh, setting up networks and uh, evolving their business uh, a lot further to obviously to what uh, businesses are dealing with today in terms of cybersecurity and everything in between. But from an ASCII perspective, we are a community. Our our goal is to help these IT providers be as a, as a efficient and as uh, sort of uh, market um, uh, ready as possible, so they can serve the end user community uh, from a variety of different uh, capacities. So it doesn't matter if if it's a local school that's looking to get a network uh, installed or additional um, uh, security uh, coverage for their particular environment to the local small business uh, um, on the corner uh, looking to get uh, potentially um, uh, their website up and um, obviously. Uh, uh, point of uh, cell service, uh, point of uh, 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 point of sale systems in place. So it, it covers the gamut, and uh, it's been a great community to work with. And uh, yeah, we've seen we've seen a lot of success within the membership and how they work with the end user. For the ASCII group, do you guys take both MSPs and VARs? And for those in our audience that don't understand the difference, could you sort of uh, give them an idea of the differences between the two types of model services for IT providers? Yeah, so um, initially the the market, when people thought of someone coming in to fix a computer, uh, it primarily was a technician that would come out, fix the computer, and uh, got it back up and running, and that was it. As things evolved, when networking started becoming a little bit more um, uh, sophisticated, you started having IT providers uh, coming out and uh, working with multiple systems in multiple locations. And so uh, if you think of um, uh, what we call a break-fix person, that's the person coming out and just fixing the computer uh, and getting it back up and running. If you think of an IT provider, they're coming out and saying, okay, well, you know what, we fixed the computer, but we're going to 
extend this network to multiple locations. We're going to uh, provide a little bit more uh, security support around the environment that the particular end user is running from a technical perspective. And then if you take it to the next step, an MSP, which is a managed service provider, they're actually proactively looking at the networks of their customers, ensuring that these systems do not go down. So the old school mentality is, hey, listen, my computer doesn't work. I'm calling the IT provider to come in to fix it. The mentality now is, I'm the, I'm the MSP. I'm the managed service provider. I'm going to the client saying, hey, look, Based on all the information we're receiving from the system right now, it looks like we're going to have to replace the hard drive uh, over the next two weeks, and we want to make sure that the system is up and running. So we're proactively looking at that environment and uh, taking the steps necessary to make sure that it's up and running. So it's, it's taking sort of a long time for us to get to this particular point in terms of the market in general, but it's a great thing for end users because, one, People don't have to worry about their systems going down as much as before, and uh, it's a great thing for the industry because uh, obviously uh, the longer uh, we can keep small businesses up and running, the more efficient it is for the economy and for everybody involved. Yeah, and, and groups like ASCII are helping small businesses within the industry stay up and running. For IT providers that join ASCII, could you give us some more examples of the benefits that they get by joining a group like this and why groups like ASCII and ASCII specifically are so important for IT providers to be a part of? Sure. I mean, from uh, if you think about what small businesses have to, to deal with, when they go out and uh, look for advice when it comes to IT, uh, they're hoping they're getting the right person they are hoping they're getting the right advice. Uh, they're hoping that they're getting the right uh, price on the services. And there's no, um, you know, it's not like going to a doctor and essentially knowing that there's laws and a lot of regulations around that industry. Unfortunately for our industry, there isn't a lot of um, boundaries and structure where you know if you're going to go to an IT person, they already have went through a, a certain curriculum of education. So you know you're going to get, you know, solid advice, okay? And I'm saying this for, for a reason because it's a big issue for, for end users, okay? When it comes to our community and what we provide to our members who are all businesses and they're all trying to do the right thing from an end user perspective, we are trying to showcase um, issues that we find in the industry that they're finding, that we're finding, and bringing that up to the service so not only can our members resolve it, but more importantly, the vendors and the manufacturers that a lot of this technology rides on uh, are uh, in the loop and understand that uh, there is an issue that needs to be resolved. So um, it's a big thing because behind the scenes, most small businesses do not understand this industry when it comes to well, you know, you told me about what an MSP is, you told me what an IT provider is, and I'm still kind of lost in the shuffle. When it comes down to it, you have highly technical people that are analyzing and researching and testing and going through a lot of things um, and installing and making sure that uh, these uh, services and solutions are working for their customers. But what people don't see is, that our industry is very fragmented when it comes to 
uh, offering the best advice or finding the best solution or making sure that these solutions, uh, um, any major problems are, uh, are, are not put out in the public. It's very fragmented. So in our world, okay, in terms of an MSP and IT provider, by us working together uh, with our community, um, we are helping each other out. We are making sure that we not only understand what are the best solutions that we can provide to the end user, we already know the on that if there's any uh, current or ongoing issues with the technologies that we have to deal with because uh, uh, to the end user, all the technologies are not perfect. And that is just something that uh, everybody has to deal with. And when you see um, the, the continuing issues with cybersecurity, uh, you know that um, uh, nobody has a bulletproof answer out there. But within the community itself, we are sort of like filtering out like, okay, what is going to be uh, at least um, the best solution that uh, is available to us that we can offer end users and getting information from across the country on what is working and not working. So, you know, it's it's a tough road for an end user because you can't really know um, if you're getting the best advice. But the good thing for us and, and knowing our group and what we're all about, members have to be um, uh, in this business to join the group. Uh, the average member for us, uh, I mean, the average business uh, within our membership that provides IT services have been in the game for 15 years, so well-seasoned. So um, from an end-user perspective, um, it, it's uh, it's something that uh, is good in terms of I know that if I have a, a member in our group that is doing a project, we have full faith in them in terms of how they're going to service their customers. So um, I don't know if I went directly into uh, what you wanted answered, but I'm just looking at it from an end-user perspective. What we do internally in terms of helping the members and the benefits, we help lower their costs for uh, insurance purposes. So they get lower credit card rates. They get better coverage for insurance. Uh, they have a better understanding of the tax code and how it applies uh, uh, to um, different IT services across state lines. We provide them operational tools so they can find the best product and price uh, at distribution that is utilized in our industry to source products for the end user. Uh, they can actually work hand-in-hand -hand with other peers across the country. So if there's a client, an end user, that actually has uh, locations across state lines or even in Canada, we have the capacity to actually allow those people to work together and to um, uh, structure service packages that can cover um, beyond sort of their region that they're working in uh, today. So uh, there is a lot there. We have over 70 different programs and services to help IT providers do a better job. Uh, and honestly, what it comes down to it, if we can do a better job for these particular companies, ultimately that is going to uh, be seen at the end user level in terms of what services they're receiving and the price that they're receiving for those services. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And for end users that are looking for IT providers, Groups like ASCII really provide legitimacy for some of the businesses. Now, you can always vet companies through past experiences, through other companies that they've worked with and, and going and doing your research. But groups like ASCII are a way for IT companies to 
sort of have a tag, a stamp that says we've met a minimum requirement to get into this group. So you know what you're getting uh, when you work with a group like us. And part of that, for ASCII at least, is establishing some of these companies as subject matter experts and getting information out to end users from some of these companies. How does ASCII work with members to provide marketing material so that those members can get information sort of from their employees out to end users to help educate them about different IT practices and about working with IT providers in general? Well, what we've been doing uh, recently is working with um, not only um, your publication, but just the industry in general on highlighting, um, uh, I wouldn't say their case studies, but their scenarios where we have an IT provider that solved the solution for an end user, and we want that story to be told. And so we're working with um, uh, a lot of members in that capacity. So. Ultimately, your readers, the, the, the businesses that are seeing and hearing this right now, they can get a view into like how a particular company helped a business get to the next level using technology. So we're doing a lot of that and trying to make sure that um, it gets out there because the general public, uh, uh, you know, if you think of a doctor, uh, essentially they understand that if I needed to find a doctor, I can probably go to a service to find somebody and there's peer reviews and it's already kind of vetted in some sense. But in this category, in our industry, um, it, it's a little bit uh, flying blind. There's nobody out there promoting the fact that you should be working with an MSP that does X, Y, and Z. Uh, I mean, even the real estate agency has um, uh, some of this going on and showcasing sort of this is how you work with a realtor and this is where you go. But for IT, you're kind of flying blind. So a lot of the um, sort of uh, business that takes place is through sort of a, uh, a recommendation from a uh, current customer or what have you. So what I found over the years is, and this is a, a kind of a, a scary thing, but it's reality. You can be book smart, but you... Um, may not be um, IT smart in a sense. You can have all the certifications in the world, but that doesn't make you a good IT person. What makes you a good IT person is getting your fingers dirty and uh, getting under the hood and actually getting stuff to work. So what we've seen in our industry is that you have companies out there that think that if I get all these certifications, um, I am officially an IT person. Well, that's that's far from the truth. Uh, what we're seeing is that if we can get a person to start uh, working with our members, even without any certifications, our members can train them to the point where they're comfortable to working in an IT environment and setting things up correctly. Uh, that's a big challenge for us in our industry because our members can't hire quality people because what's coming out of the school systems is sort of certification-ready IT people, and it just doesn't fly. So I'm kind of taking a different tangent here. But um, for small business listening to this, you, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're vetting uh, the companies through a, a variety of means. One, uh, what was the hardest project that they ever took on? How many locations are they managing right now? Um, uh, what was the last time they actually had a... Um, uh, a full restore of uh, uh, data uh, being um, 
uh, taken down. So if you start talking to them about real-world scenarios, and if they um, can't answer appropriately, then then you may want to look somewhere else because ultimately, if you are in business, you want to look at worst-case scenario. What is the worst-case scenario for my business? It's not as much as saying, look, I just want my systems up. That's a nice thing. And, you know, 95 to 97% of the IT providers out there, um, you can pick blindly. They'll have your systems up and running. It's the other percent that you need to make sure that you know. And that percentage is, hey, look, I had a cyber attack. How can I remediate this? I need to make sure that this person's out of my network, okay? Um, and then how do I actually disclose this information to um, my customers? Um, again, backups. If they have to do a full backup restore, how comfortable are they doing that, okay? And these are things that, uh, as a business person, you need to talk about because uh, when people meet for the first time for IT, everything's uh, nice and good. But what they need to talk about is real-world issues and scenarios and how that IT person is addressing it for their current customers, what they've experienced. And then from that, you're going to catch people that don't know what they're talking about, that shouldn't be in the business, that are more certification-ready and not really IT-ready, okay? Uh, and that's an important thing. So I just wanted to make note of that. No, I, I'm glad you did. And I think a lot of what you just said about the difference between learning something from a book and getting that practical experience is important. And I think that that feeds well into the fact that ASCII has multiple summits throughout the year where members get together actually in person uh, at different spots around the country to do all kinds of things. And I'll, I'll let you sort of answer what they're doing. But how important is it that, you know, ASCII members aren't just receiving training and being a part of the group and having these resources, but actually gathering together and learning at some of the summits that you have? How, how beneficial has that been to strengthen those IT providers so that they, in turn, provide better services for their end user audience or their end user customers? No, it's it's been vital. I mean, uh, you know, the peer collaboration um, has been uh, wonderful to see, and the sharing of information. And you're talking about businesses that may be still in the uh, the same market. So if you're, you know, imagine you're running your own business and your competitors right next to you, and you're sharing information with them. Um, and initially, we thought that uh, that might be a deterrent when we actually had these events. But it hasn't been, and people share information. They want to learn. They want to make sure that they're doing the right thing uh, for their customers. So uh, the exchange goes a, a variety of ways. Uh, some of it is uh, technical. Some of it is business strategy related on how to best serve the customers, how to best communicate with them, um, and what have you. Uh, something that's happening right now, and we saved our members a good bit of money on a particular product, and uh, they're talking about strategies on rolling it out. And it's a phishing service because uh, phishing is a huge thing. And uh, for the end users uh, listening, you know, obviously if, you, if one of your employees clicks on something, regardless of what that IT provider puts in place, they're letting them into the network in some regards. So, um, uh, so without deviating too much, our members are talking about best strategies on training uh, their customers on this new system so they can teach 
uh, the employees not to click on things. So a lot of these conversations are taking place, and what's uh, surfacing up is ultimately a, a better way to serve the customer and uh, make it uh, meaningful uh, because a lot of people uh, feel IT is a mystery, and we're trying to kind of like smooth that out so people can talk to their customers uh, and not uh, talk over their heads in some uh, regard. Yeah, I think what's important about that is that it's not just a certification. It's not just a stamp on a piece of paper that says, I'm an ASCII member. It's really an ongoing thing. It's continuing to learn more. It's continuing to share stories. It's continuing. It's a, it's a commitment to excellence that these IT providers are all coming together to say, we're going to share resources so that we can all be better for our customers, right? That's it. That's it. And and again, from a, um, a a business perspective, anytime you find a company saying that, hey, look, you know, I got the solution. This is it. There's not one solution that solves the whole problem. That's why there's this constant education that has to take place. And it's interesting. We have a um, old school listserv that our members utilize, and this is a consistent uh, consider probably the longest email thread you ever want to be on. <laughs> and uh, you're talking about four to 5,000 messages a month, and it ranges in topics, but it's just one email that you're receiving. And um, our members talk about topics five years ago, and those topics are just drastically different when they talk about them today. And uh, so nothing is really constant uh, when it comes to technologies. They always have to be tweaked. There's always going to have to be something that has to be looked at, uh, and uh, it's something that is uh, never-ending in a sense. So that particular part of the conversation is uh, is vital. So our members are in tune to what's happening in the market. Uh, if a member sees something that is significantly wrong in one of their customers' environments, they're alerting people on this board and then the conversation takes it to another level, and then if we see it's something uh, very significant, we reach out to the manufacturer. So, you know, what you have is sort of a, uh, a live um, sort of a test bed, if you will, uh, where we're finding out issues prior to the manufacturer, and we're solving them first, ultimately, and that's going to transition well for the customer. So, again, it's sort of like a, a very organic way of us making sure that not only the members are going in the right direction, but uh, we know sort of the missteps that are taking place on the manufacturer's end and trying to resolve those as quickly as possible. I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, five years ago, you guys were talking about completely different things than you're talking about now, because IT is really something that evolves extremely quickly. And especially you mentioned cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is something that's constantly evolving. Five years from now, what do you think the ASCII group will be talking about, and where do you hope the ASCII group will be in terms of future growth and things on that end? Well, where, where we see, I mean, obviously the, the opportunity, like you mentioned, about cybersecurity is there, and, it, and that's not going to go away. Uh, we, we are seeing better solutions um, coming down for the small to medium uh, business markets, so for customers that have less than 500 employees, less than 100 employees. We're seeing solutions being presented to the membership that could help uh, greatly in terms of reducing some of the risks involved. Um, so I think that there's going to be a lot of momentum there 
with regards to members showcasing technologies that truly can help protect the businesses. But where I see it heading, uh, and we don't know if it will be five years or a little bit past that, is that we do see that our members in IT are in a great position to help their customers from just a metric standpoint. And when I say metrics is right now the membership is analyzing all the traffic on the networks, making sure they understand, you know, the capacity of storage. Is there threats, is there threats entering uh, the network? And they're managing all this data. We think the next iteration is where they're going to take the next step with technology, obviously, to help the customer understand sort of numbers that they need to manage. And so that, we think, is going to be the next iteration of uh, where sort of a managed service provider is going. They're going to be uh, obviously protecting the network and obviously showcasing uh, best strategies and policies to make sure that that system is up in place and is running. But we feel that they can get to the next point of actually putting technology in place to provide metrics back on the real business side of that customer and helping that business understand opportunities uh, that they uh, could be uh, gaining on and uh, going after based on all the data points that they may be missing. Uh, so we think there could be a, a real play there to understand the data and provide it back in a meaningful, a meaningful fashion. Well, we look forward to continuing to cover you guys and to finding out how you guys grow over the next several years. But in the meantime, if anyone listening wants to learn more or get involved with the ASCII group, how can they find you? Sure. Um, our website is ASCII.com. So uh, if you're looking to find an IP provider across the country or in Canada, um, you can reach out to us and we basically will hunt down the person. Just let us know if there's any specific expertise or environment that you would want that person to have and we will um, match that person up with your qualifications and uh, get them connected with you. Uh, for any IT provider that's interested in us, obviously ASCII.com, you can understand the benefits about how we're helping everyone there. And, um, I get, and my email is jk at ASCII.com if you want to reach out to me directly. Gary Katavis, president of the ASCII Group, thank you so much for joining us. Jonathan, it was wonderful. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to My Tech Decisions Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Blackwood. You can find me at Blackwood Tweets. And if you want to find out more about Tech Decisions, head on over to techdecisions.co or follow us at My Tech Decisions. We'll see you next time.